Thank you for listening to Sports Talk. Uh, live from the Google Hangouts, we got my guy Dre. Dre, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? What's going on, bro? I appreciate you for having me on the show, man. Everybody out there, make sure you follow me on IG at Andre.3000. That's Andre.3000. That's what that means, bro? <laughs> yeah, bro. What you mean? Yo, yo, I could first of all, I couldn't find your Instagram. I'm like, yo, what is his name? And I'm like, bro, you know, I always, you know, I always change my names, bro. Sifu Babinga, General Dark Skin, Almighty Dark Skin, bro. <laughs> I gotta hold up, bro. My name on this is Fry Dollar Sign. Come on now. Yeah, 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 yo. I, I was like, yo, I cannot find his Instagram. I'm like, and I kept putting in Dre. I'm like, yo, I know it's with a Dre in there. Then I was, then when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, that's why. So that, but I, you really didn't get the free thousand part, like Andre Free Zero Zero Zero. Bro, literally how you just said it is how I say your Instagram name. <laughs> like I did not put one and two together. That was Andre Free Thousand. All right, you're killing me, bro. You're ki- <laughs> bro, you older than me. You're killing me, man. Come on, man. I'm Come old school, now. man. I'm old school. Bro, if you old school, you should have knew what that meant. Nah, man. I, I saw Andre Dot Free. Three zeros, <laughs> like that's it. Oh man! Nah, but uh, thanks for being on Sports Talk today, man. Thanks for having me, bro. I'm definitely about to enjoy this conversation because um, you are like the super Philly fan from like way back in the day, bro. I've been a Philly fan since I came out the womb, man. Since I seen Allen Iverson hop on that court. That's why I've been a Philly fan. Yeah, man. So I've been it's, with that team through the good and through the bad, and it's been a whole lot of bad. It, it, it's, it's been a, a a very long process for your squad. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. I mean, that process really started in, uh, I think it was 2011 with Andrew Bynum when we made that trade, and he never, he never suited up. At all. Never touched the basketball, never touched the court. And from there, that really kind of jump-started the process. Just getting rid of Drew Holiday, getting rid of Andre Iguodala, um, bringing in a lot of subpar talent. I mean, a lot of subpar talent. Guys like Tony Rohan. Uh, <laughs> I can't even name some of these players, man. That's one I can name off the top of my head. Um, Robert Covington, who's really not bad. That's not a bad still. Um, you know, with the process, you find some diamonds in the rough. But a lot of bad players and a lot of bad contracts. But, I mean, you see where it got us now. Yeah, man. Uh, title contenders. I have a question, though. Like, how, how, how did you end up being a Philly fan? Like, is it because you live, like, in South Jersey? Like, you closer to... PA, that's that's how you ended up like the 76 or something? You know, it, it's really interesting when you ask that because it's not that. It really isn't that. That's how I became an Eagles fan. Cause oh, you're an Eagles fan? Uh. Hey, hey, listen, man, listen. I got to support the home team. You know what I mean? You football's in Jersey. Not my main sport. Football's <laughs> not my main sport. 
the first the first sport I've ever played is basketball. Growing up, I was always the smallest kid. I was always the short one. And how I became a Sixers fan is really watching Allen Iverson. I mean, you have a barely six-foot guard, which in reality, he's like 5'9". He's like my height. I met him in real life. He's like my height. Mm. And seeing that guy go out there and play night in and night out, taking all that contact, you know, he's 150 pounds. That man don't lift no weight. Like, I'm bigger than him, you know? And just seeing that, like the little guy and what he could do, that really made me not only become a Sixers fan, but become a basketball fan. And ever since then, I just rode for that team. Ever since then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like uh, me with the Pistons, man. Everybody asks me, like, yo, why are you a Pistons fan? I'm like, yo, like when I was watching ball, like I needed a team to rock with. And... A couple of my favorite players was there because I've always been like a, a, a UConn fan in, in college yeah, basketball. Yeah. So Rip Hamilton went to UConn and then he uh, ended up coming to Detroit. So from there, I just kind of rocked with them and I just been rocking with them. I mean, and we, we not, uh, we not all the way up there with Philly, but we in playoffs this year and depending on what seed we uh, get, we actually might play you bums. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. You know what? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that for later. I'll say that for later. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. But it's interesting that you mentioned that the Pistons aren't a bad team. The problem with y'all is that you're just mediocre. Yeah. So you're not good enough to contend, but you're not bad enough to tank. Yeah. You know? And with that. You're always just going to be mediocre until everything just falls apart. And then you got to start from square one. Unless you start tanking now. Which I'm pretty sure you guys aren't going to do that. Yeah, absolutely not. Especially uh, with the whole playoff push going for us. We definitely not about to Of uh, course. I mean, especially not with a backcourt like Blake Griffin and Andre Dumman. Yeah, yeah. Them two guys are beasts together, bro. I actually oh, didn't even forward. like that trade at first, bro. I was like, why would we put two big men together like that, no, like in a no, shooting league? Crazy. Because but, Blake Griffin is more than just your your prototypical big man. I mean, he can step out and shoot the three. He can handle the ball. He can make the smart pass. I mean, he can set up for Andre Drummond too. I know you see it in them games. He can set up for Andre Drummond too up the lob. Yeah, man, we like yeah. the uh, we like the lob city, the new lob exactly. city. Exactly. And on top of that, Drummond helps out with Blake Griffin's lack of defense and rebounding. Let's be honest, he's not the great he's he, he's not a great defensive player. He's not a great rebounder. The most the, all you're gonna get from him is him scoring the ball. But that's where Drummond comes in. Facts. Yo, did you, you see the game power. the other day by any chance when uh my boy Reggie Jackson uh he slid uh his I defender? Saw I saw that crossover. Slid him. I saw it. He went he but went it ice was skating. Not better than Chris Paul's. It wasn't, I'm sorry. Hmm. CP3 did catch a body. Dude wow, walked out the arena after body. that, bro. <laughs> bro, he stared him down, bro, and just drained it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's playground disrespectful, bro. You ever had somebody you ever seen somebody get cooked at the park? Yeah. And someone just someone just waiting for him to come back, like, yeah, yo, come back, come back. I'm gonna drain this shit. Yeah, facts. It's like that. It's disrespectful. And I love it. That's the <laughs> basketball we need. 
Yeah, nah, the NBA's been exciting this year, man. I'm liking where the yeah, NBA's going. But, uh... It really has. Yo, back back to your bums, right? Because, uh... This guy, uh, Joel Embiid, bro. I I hate Joel, and I love Joel, bro. He is so tell me funny. Why. He is I hilarious. Know I mean, I don't even necessarily say... I shouldn't say I hate him. Like, I just... I like him, and I don't like him at times. Because of the fact that he said he was unguardable and he was the best player in the league. Like, oh, ask Andre Drummond. What happened? Ask your boy Drummond. Ask your boy Drummond if he if he the best big man in the league. Ask your boy Drummond. He can't guard him. I mean, he's seen them games where he's getting cooked, possession after possession after possession. But like Embiid's statement, the game that they when Jimmy Butler hit that uh hit that buzzer beater, that game, yeah. Yeah. he said he's the like the most unguardable player in the NBA or something. Cra- I might have most to actually. Most unguardable big man. Most unguardable big man. Did he say that? The most unguardable big man. Let's go down the list right now. Tell me what other center can do what he does. Besides Boogie coming off of that injury, which he still looks a step slow. Joker. What other center can do that? Cat's not doing it. Joker. Joker's, bro, Joker's not doing that, though. Why, why ain't he? Joker's not doing that. Why not? Bro, Jokic is an offensive beast. Don't get me wrong. But on the defense end of the ball, he's not doing what Joel Embiid does. But in terms of unguardable, because let's get back to that. Joel Embiid, stronger than Jokic, faster than Jokic, shoots better than Jokic, has a better post-up game than him. Watch the film and compare it. The only thing that I, the only two things that I can say that Jokic has over Joel Embiid is his craftiness, because he's crafty for a big man. Don't get me wrong, he's crafty for a big man. And his ball handling, because he's like a big ass point forward. Like a yeah, point center. I ain't never yeah, seen he, nothing like that. He, 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 I ain't never different. seen nothing like that. He built real different. But if you watch those two go at it, who's going to have a harder time scoring the ball? Who's going to have an easier time scoring the ball? I don't know, bro. Like, that's that's up to debate, man. Joker's a like beast. Like I said, man, watch the film. You like, got to watch the film and you got to break it down. Watch the film. Like, he'll just come down the court, like, he'll get the ball, like, on a like, fast break and just pull up at a three. Like, so who's going to be, who's going to have an easier time scoring? I might say Joker, bro. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And beat, and beat is, like, the way he play, he a little bit more physical, I feel. Like, Joker got way more finesse. Like you said, Joker's like a... Like I said, he has that clappiness. He yeah. He has that clappiness. Yes. But in terms of brute strength, in terms of physicality, Joel Embiid has that over him. And it allows him to open up his offensive game even more. You don't see Jokic banging in the post like that. You don't see Jokic dunking on two people but like he, that. He don't need to, bro. Dirk wasn't doing that throughout his career. I understand that. I understand that. But me, him adding that physicality to his game, along with his shooting touch, because he can hit the three ball. He can hit the mid range. That's not that's not like he can't. But to him to have that physicality 
and to be able to bang down a post like that too, like a prototypical big man, and also step out and hit the three, that adds a whole new offensive repertoire that we haven't seen in quite a long time. Yeah. When's the last time you seen, when's the last time you seen a center like that? Yeah, That's bro. Step out and hit the three. Bro, these centers that, nowadays that different. They could blow them right by you. They yeah. could go to the post and, and, and bang on you. Yo, these centers really coming like guards. Like, I think I said it on one of these episodes. Like, the league is so crazy right now. Cause back to um, back to a uh, cat like Carl Anthony Towns. He he got a similar game style to Embiid. Uh, he does, but he's not as physical. Cat yeah. actually saw. Yeah, yeah, it's, watch, it's that light skin syndrome. You said what? I said it's the light skin syndrome. I'm not getting this no skin tone bias. <laughs> it's the wrong show for that. <laughs> I know. I, I probably got to start up a, a, a conscious podcast or something too, man. Now, if you want to do that, I would definitely be a part of that. <laughs> Again, make sure you follow me at Andre3000. Don't listen to Brent. It's not 000. It's just Andre3000. <laughs> 000. Isn't there like a, a, there's a dot in between it too, right? Like a period? It is. Andre3000. Andre3000. Yeah, man. So, okay. So, let me ask you this, right? Since we since we talking about Boogie and Cat, right? Joker. Okay. Go ahead. Like, Go ahead. If if you could start your team, right? With I'm about to give you a list of like five or six big men. I want to know who you're gonna pick. You probably still gonna pick Embiid. I probably. Nah, I'm not picking Embiid out of this list. I'm let I'm gonna let you know who I'm picking after. All right. So we got Boogie, um, Carl Anthony Towns. Your boy Embiid, uh, Anthony Davis, and Joker. Am I building? Am I am I starting a team from the ground up, or am I, am I going for contention? I need to know what context. I, I feel like that's important. Uh, you starting? What starting, exactly am I trying to accomplish here? You starting a, a franchise, and you have? I'm starting a franchise. So yep. this is my franchise player. Yep. That's that's a, that's a very difficult question, because when I look at when I look at somebody like Boogie, we've already seen what he can do as a cornerstone as a franchise piece. He ain't do nothing. Granted, they didn't put pieces around him in the Kings organization. He ain't do nothing though. And you know he didn't do nothing. Yeah. Uh, with AD, same thing. Really ain't do nothing. I mean, what? He's won one playoff series his entire career, right? One Not playoff series possibly. his entire career? Because I'm, I'm sure as hell it hasn't been two. I don't even know if he won one, bro. I feel like then they beat the Blazers one year. Wasn't that like two years ago? They probably did. If memory did. serves. Because the Blazers don't be if, making if, it if, out. If, if memory serves. But we, we 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 can come back to that. I'll, I I could look that up later, or you could look that up later. And add that to the show. Um, to be honest, the only two franchise players that I can see out of that, given what Carl Anthony Towns is doing right now, the only two franchise players I can see is Jokic and Embiid. And I say that because of how they play. The numbers that they put up right now, as well as marketability. And what I mean by that is, 
it's more than just being a franchise player and being able to play. You got to be able to connect with the fans too. You got to be a part of the organization. You got to know, you know, what 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 moves is going on. You got to have that say. And the team has to let you in for that. A lot of these players don't get that. With Joel Embiid, you see that he's Mr. Hollywood, bigger than life right now. Doing all these commercials, he's got all this personality and stuff. That's what I want out of a franchise player. He reminds me of like a Shaq, really. You remember? You remember when? You remember when Shaq came into the league, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Exactly, larger than life. That's marketability right there. People eat that up. The only problem with taking Joel Embiid, I know is I know we we know about his history with injuries. Shout out for his first season. Shout out for that what second season. Shout out the third season when we played like twenty something games. We got a taste of that though. We 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 saw what he could do, and still here and there sits out a couple games because of load management. With Jokic, I don't have to worry about that. He doesn't have as much marketability, but I don't have to worry about that. The only thing I have to worry about is how quick his progression will be. But if I'm starting a franchise today, based off of what I see and what I know of the past. I have to go with Joel Embiid, and I know it sounds biased. I know it sounds biased, but I have to go with Joel Embiid. Because even when he was off the court, the shenanigans that he was getting into, I could still market that. It was still marketability. I still had the NBA world and fans hype to see what this guy could do. And then he lived up to the hype. It's more than just basketball for me. If I'm starting a franchise, it's more than just basketball. I got to understand the business aspect of it as well. I can make money off of that. I can make millions off of that. Nah, I feel you, man. I'm going with AD, boy. Anthony Davis is a problem. Like, he's been nice his entire career. Oh, what's he doing? What's he doing? He's got the numbers to show for it. Does he have the wins? Does he have the win share? Does he have the playoff experience? What's he doing with it? I mean... Do Philly got the playoff experience? Joel and B can lead a team. AD, I'm not sure. It's, it's it's still in the air. It's questionable. Like so so this this is what I love about about Philly in the process because Philly had no team. Like their team no. sucked for years, no. right? Michael Carter Williams, Tony Roten, come on now. And then they started. So they 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 picked up Joel and B. Um, I don't know what pick he went, but I know he was like high in the draft out of Kansas, and he was then the number two pick. Mm-hmm. The number two pick. So they get him, then they go, they get Ben Simmons, then they they trade for Tobias Harris, who used to be a Piston, who who was a, a very great Holtz, Piston. Who I stays about the ball out for the Magic. I I I think he's. He Philly was the wrong place for him because they drafted Ben Simmons, who's like a point guard, just mad tall, super tall. <laughs> um, well, he was supposed to be a spot up shooter, but yeah, that ain't work out. And kind of a second ball handler, but I don't know how you forget to shoot. But but um, then they then they go and then they go and and grab uh the dog Jimmy Butler. Butler. Like Phil, what Philly did to so so this is the difference between Philly. And New Orleans, because the Pelicans, 
they did not put pieces around Anthony Davis. They did not. They didn't. They tried they didn't. to that one year with Boogie, but then he got hurt. So yeah. it was like Davis, he ended up in the LeBron situation. No help around him, right? And that's been for years. And now he wants to trade. Why? Because they haven't been successful. They, he's been putting up good numbers. Uh, You're absolutely right. Drew Holiday's been putting up good numbers. But they haven't, those numbers haven't resulted in success after the season, meaning like playoff wins. Um, but even then, even then, I feel like I still can't give AD a pass. Because in this league, it's much easier for a big man. I'm not saying that it's easy to just go to a championship. It's easy to just go to the playoffs. I'm not saying that's a cakewalk at all, especially being in the Western Conference. But it's much easier for a big man to lead a team and to be the focal point than to have a guard do that. It's much easier to do that. He's still been in a position. I'm not saying there's bums around him. I'm not saying that there are all bums around him. I mean, you got Drew Holiday. You had Rondo for a little bit. I don't know who else. I can't name who else. I'm going to be honest with you. I cannot name who else. Alexis Agenta. <laughs> <laughs> they had Merchant for a while. They had Merchant for a while. But my thing is, I haven't seen enough. I have not seen enough to say that I can make you my franchise player. I have not seen enough. Out of your, AD? Your, your, your numbers speak for itself. But you're not winning. You're not winning. You're really just not winning. So so winning, right? Then that's that's the thing with the NBA. Like winning now, like maybe a few years ago, before the whole big three started when like uh KG and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce got together, like big before been around, man. The big three big threes have always been around. Like we can't before... say that. we can't say that the Celtics started in what oh in 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 oh seven, oh eight. We can't say that. I mean, the 80s Celtics, they had Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale, uh, Robert Parrish, um, Larry Bird. Like, well, Big Threes have been around for a while. Lakers, um, James Worthy, Magic Johnson. Who else am I missing? Uh, damn, 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 damn. I can't think of the other name that comes to mind, but I know somebody else got it. Big Threes have always been around. We can't say it started in uh, 07, 08. We can't say it started then. But, like, in regards to, like, championship, like, runs, like, you had teams winning championships with, like, one or two stars, maybe two stars and, like, a, a third role player. And then, like, it, 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 you didn't need, like, three superstars to win championships back in the day. I believe that you still don't. I honestly believe that you still don't. I feel like teams today are built solely off of superstar talent rather than just off of maybe one or two superstars and then great talent around that, great role players around that. I mean, real complementary pieces. A team that I can think of in the most recent memory, Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks. When they beat the Heat? When they beat the Heat, yes. How many superstars that team had? Superstars. Superstar, superstar one. That team had? Exactly. And then great talent around that. 
Sean Marion, Jason Terry, uh, Jay Kidd, whoever was playing the center position. It was great talent around him. It was but those all all-stars at it, the same time. Of course. So you got a but superstar with four superstar all-stars. Level. There's a difference between all-star talent and superstar talent. And when I say superstar talent, you have the Warriors. That superstar talent, Klay Thompson, the second best shooting guard in the league. Yes, the second best shooting guard in the league. Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. Kevin Durant, top five scorer of all time. Draymond Green, he's there. <laughs> a dominant big man. That superstar talent. Any one of them could go to a team and lead that. Any one of them go to a team and lead that. And be the main focal point and be the franchise player. That's superstar talent. There's a difference. This poster behind me, that superstar talent. Chris Paul, Derrick Rose before he broke all his knees. Kyrie <laughs> Irving, Melo before he couldn't shoot a damn basketball. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, that superstar talent. There's a strict line between that. Yes. I believe that you don't need all that, though. I believe that you don't need all that. It takes a matter of luck, skill, perseverance, good planning. Yeah, you, you really got to play hard. Especially yeah. especially with the, this Warriors team. Like, this Warriors team, bro, like, they are such cheat code. Looks, like, it's... On paper, that team looks so scary. But when I watch them play, teams don't look scared anymore. I don't think that team's like, scared of them. But when it comes down to, okay, we got to beat you four times, that's, that's, what, that's what makes that's the difference. That's difficult. Mm-hmm. In a seven-game series, that's difficult. And I do believe that it can be done. I do believe that. But it'll be a very difficult task. Probably one of the most difficult things that, you, uh, that, that, that an NBA player would ever have to do. And I tip my hat to LeBron for playing last year in the finals. Cause that boy got work. Yeah. Now the J.R. Smith for just being a fuck up. <laughs> so so the crazy thing is, bro, about you saying that the Warriors can get beat is mm-hmm. I actually have two teams, right? That I think yeah. out of the East that can actually beat them, bro. And they're playing tonight. They're actually playing tonight, bro. What teams I got? At eight o'clock. This. I hope it's the same teams that I'm thinking. It's only one team. We both thinking the same two teams, bro. The Bucks and the 76ers, bro. You said who? The Bucks and the 76ers. You telling me? All right. So I had actually a different team. You just thinking Toronto? As big as a Philly fan as I am, I'm very critical of that team. The main problem with the Sixers. We have no bench death. And if we if, if, if all five of those guys aren't going, it's over. It's over. It's over. Who else are we going to get to score in the Sixers? James Ennis? TJ McConnell? Amir Johnson? Don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, y'all bench is a little, uh, a little dry. Come on, dry. Come on. This man's 7'3". It can't do a damn thing. But y'all, y'all, 
only two teams that really have a chance in the East against against the Golden State Warriors in a seven-game series, Toronto, because they have a great young coach. They have a great young coach. People, people, people knock Nick Nurse. He's a great young coach. And the Bucks, because you have no one stopping Giannis. You have absolutely no one to stop Giannis. And even if you got somebody to stop Giannis, you got shooters all around him. Brooke Lopez has been hot this season. Yeah. Bledsoe been knocking the ball down. Chris Middleton, they got a second scorer in him. Some nights he's on, some nights he's off. I don't really know what to expect from him. Malcolm Brogdon went down an injury. It sucks. You still got Miritich, though. Brogdon's supposed to be coming back, too. When? I, I, I have no idea about that timetable. They they saying hopefully by if if the if the Bucks make it out the first round they saying Brogdon injury uh should be done by then. If, if. who's in the eighth seed? Uh, I mean right now it's the Wild Wild East. Honestly, I think like Orlando battling, uh, the Nets battling, uh, D Wade battling. D Wade been cooking this season. D Wade has bro. Shout out to D Wade, y'all. I tip my dread to you, cause you been balling, man, for real. And I hate to see you go, because it's the end of the era. Yeah. You were the last guard that reminded me of Allen Iverson. Yeah. We were all hard every night. Yo, it was crazy. On one of my uh, episodes, bro, I had I had um I asked uh the question, like if you could start your team, who you picking D Wade or AI? Like that was that was a little debate that we had. D Wade. D Wade? D Wade. Yeah. Easily. Flash. D Wade. Facts. I said, I said, yo, like it's it's that's so that's such a great like D Wade is like AI reincarnated, bro. Yeah, bro. D Wade is right now a top three shooting guard all time. Top three shooting guard all time. Jordan, Kobe, D Wade, just like that. Top mm. three shooting guard all time, easily, easily. And can't no one tell me that he's not. I don't even got to drop the facts for that. I don't. I really don't. You want to know why I said that I'm taking AI over D-Wade? Why? Literally no other reason than the fact that D-Wade is hurt so much. Like, that's it. Man, listen. D-Wade for those first four, four or five years of his career, though, nasty. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And I know... I know that he can not only take a team to a championship, but with the right pieces around him, win a championship. Yeah. Allen Iverson, I, 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 honestly, we know that he could have did something differently if he had better talent around him. I mean, oh, come on, man. You put, you put Mike Geiger around him? Yeah, Matt, man. No, my bad. Matt Geiger? They, um... You put Aaron McKee? Raja Bell. He he literally willed that team to the playoffs. Huh? He he literally like willed that team to the playoffs, like to the championship. Like willed them to that first win, to the only win in the finals. But that was a magical game, and I still go back and watch it on YouTube, at least every couple months. Yeah. There's no better game than that. There's no better game than that to me as a Philly as, as a Sixers fan. All Philly, everything, you know? Yeah. As a Sixers fan, there's no better game than that. Not until my Sixers get a championship. 
Yeah. Which is coming in about two or three years. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I actually think, like, going back to that, like, they Philly, they have a, a great starting five, bro. That that I think if, like how you said earlier, if they all play to their potential, they could give it to the Warriors in a they seven could. game series, especially but the problem is with their physicality. With that, kind of, that type of starting five, everybody has to be on all cylinders every single night. And if, if not one, then someone else has to pick up that slack. Everybody's got to be hitting all cylinders. Though. And I mean I mean the bench, too. I need TJ to knock down some shots. I need Amir Johnson to get some rebounds and play some defense. I need Marjanovic to, to, to rebound the ball. I need James Edison to, to, to be a 3 and D. I need my role players to step up, too. It has to be all hands on deck or you're not going to get nothing. That's the problem. That's really the problem with that team. Yeah, I agree. But we can fix that in the foreseeable future. We can fix that. Oh, definitely we can fix that. So let me ask you this. Who um, who do you like more on that team? I, I probably know your answer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like who do you feel is is a more, I guess, key component to that team? Because they're both young still. Bro, Embiid, man, come on. He's really the heart and soul of that team. It's more than just basketball to him. He's really the heart and soul of that team. Really. Like if you when you watch the games that he plays and he doesn't play, it looks like an entirely different squad when he doesn't play. He's the heart and soul of that team. He's the focal point. He's the number one option. I'm not saying that Simmons isn't important. I'm not saying that at all. But Embiid is just on another level, man. No disrespect to Ben Simmons. I still love him, but. You got to learn how to shoot before you get to that level. Do you see that yeah. happening anytime soon? <laughs> I do, actually. I do. I give it maybe another season before he starts comfortably taking that mid-range shot at least. At least a mid-range shot. The three-pointer, that comes with time. You got to get the mid-range down first. But I, I, I see it within like another year or so, him comfortably taking that mid-range shot. Because you're even starting to see him do it in the post now. Taking that little post fade away. Taking those well, 12, 13, 14-footers. And it looks good. It looks better. It's a lot better than it when it was beginning of the season. You get a little bit more confident with it. I can see that happening very soon. I think so and too, that's, man. That's really the main knock on his game. That's the main knock on his game. It is. If you watch, if you watch that team in late game situations, they're playing them like they, they're playing them like how the Celtics played them in the last series. <laughs> Ain't disrespecting them, bro. At this point, he just got to shoot. Say, man, fuck it, I'm just gonna shoot. Yeah, I don't fuck. know why he doesn't do that, bro. Teams leave him crazy open, like super wide open. Bro. It's the same way that my friends play me at the park. It's the same way my boys play me at the park. I can't. They know I'm going to drive. They know I'm going to drive. They can't stop that. Really? 
shot. I mean, they 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 just gonna play me far outside. I can't shoot. It's the same way like that. They're daring you to do that. And and, and a part of it is that shit gets in your head. You gotta remember it's a mental game too. That shit gets in your head. It's like yo, they keep disrespecting me. Like they keep disrespecting me. And it puts a chip on your shoulder. You gotta play with that. It's like it's all a mental move, man. It's all a mental move, you know. But he'll get together very soon. He'll get together very soon. I hope so, man. Because once he does that, it, he's. I think once he develops a jump shot, he's gonna be Philly's best player. Bro, once he gets that, yeah, no, nah, honestly, he'll probably be Philly's best player. A six-eight point guard who can shoot. Who gonna stop that? Who you gonna put the guards at? Yeah, he gonna he gonna take the same kind of the same kind of uh, steps that uh, the Greek freak took. Like Greek freak didn't come into the league as a shooter. Like he it took him years, and he's still not a shooter. He's still not a shooter, but he'll shoot it. He'll shoot it. At least he has a confidence to shoot it, and that's what I want Ben Simmons to have: the confidence to at least shoot the ball. Because the only way you won't learn an in game situation is definitely practicing in game situations. You can know how to shoot and practice all the hell you want. I want to shoot you. I want to see you shoot the ball in a damn game, cause that's the only way you want to learn to shoot the ball in a damn game. Yeah. I, you gotta, you gotta shoot the ball. And I would, I would have wanted to see that earlier in the season. The Greek freak, I see him shooting five or six threes, five or six threes, you, you know, in a game now. I think in the last month he's been shooting probably at least thirty-eight, forty percent. That's pretty good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Considering the fact that he having two or three dunks a game, taking it to the hole and just jamming on people, Euro stepping all over the damn place. You saw Shaq gave up his nickname Superman and gave it to I the seen. Greek freak. I seen. I seen. That's big. Bro, that's huge. Because who's stopping that? In the last game we played the Bucks, we beat them. He dropped fifty-two and seventeen. Mm, I remember that game. He doing that with barely any jump shot. Who's stopping that? Imagine him. Imagine the Greek freak when he learns to shoot the damn ball. Dog. Yeah. NBA ain't never seen something like that. Ever. As strong as he is. He can take it to the hole and dunk it on you. Or he can he can step back and pull in your face. Well, imagine him having a jump shot like James Harden. <laughs> That'd be, be crazy. The, be the greatest NBA player ever. With a step back like James Harden too. The three oh, the three piece. Well, you, you mean with a travel like James Harden? That's what you mean with a travel like him. <laughs> James Harden, crazy man. Shout out James Harden with the with the three man step back. But he not with the MVP though. Oh yeah, so let's talk about that, bro. Who you got winning MVP? Bro, come on now. You already know who about to win MVP. You already know that. You got Superman winning it. Of course. I got Without Superman winning it too, man. Without a doubt. The best player on the best team. Don't get me wrong. What James Harden is doing this season is better than last season. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. It's monumental. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. You've had your time as MVP, though. With this kid, what this 24-year-old is doing without a jump shot, I've never seen anything like it. He's not even 
he's not even a center. It's a small forward. He'll play the power forward position. It's a small forward, though. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. He's the best player on the best team. He's the... I say, I say this right now. He's looking like the best player in the league right now. Think so? You think he's Greek Freak like the, the number one player? player? Right now. He's looking like the best player in the league right now. Not KD? Not LeBron? <laughs> the LeBron. Greek Freak? <laughs> nah, not LeBron, man. Not LeBron. No disrespect. No disrespect to him, man. No disrespect. But I, 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 I think, I think, uh, I think, I think his time might be over. I think it might be over. You think LeBron's time over? I think his time might be over. Oh, man. If the Lakers don't, they have one season. If the Lakers don't get it together, he's about to be, what, 35, 36? Yeah. Right? The Lakers don't get it together, man. He's not what had too much left in the tank. I know he was dropping the same numbers as last season. But just watch him play. Just watch him play. Had his first major injury this season. Came back early. Still looked a step slow. We're still doing great numbers, but looked a step slow. Are these the beginning signs of seeing a decline of LeBron? And we're seeing him in the We're seeing him with tougher and tighter competition. It ain't no kickball in the East no more. It it, it ain't like that no more. Because the thing with LeBron, bro, like, like he not in the play, he not going to the playoffs this year. The Lakers sitting him out right now, right? So, look at all this time that he got to rest. You get what I'm saying? You don't think next season LeBron going to come back and obliterate the NBA? I hope so. I really hope so. I would love to eat these words. Because that would make the NBA that much more interesting. To see a 35-year-old LeBron James, the, 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 the arguably greatest player to ever touch a basketball, to see this man come back and still dominate, in a new conference on a new team, and I'm not talking about doing the same numbers. I'm talking about you could probably put up less numbers, but winning more and seeing them young guys develop more. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Will we? I'm not sure. I think it's going to happen, right bro. Now, as of right now, I'm saying we might not. We might not. We may, we may not. That I could mean, be me, too, just being biased as a LeBron fan. But I, I think I think we're gonna see that happen, bro. He gonna he never rested for like what fourteen years, <laughs> like he been in the league for a very long time, bro. Yes. Olympics and yes. all of that. Like so, this is his first time like really having an off season off. I think LeBron coming back next year. All the critics that been you know, like oh man, listen, I hope so. I really hope so. But I said what I said. And that's how I'm keeping it for right now. I could be wrong. I could be right. Who the hell knows? I ain't no, I ain't no fortune teller. I ain't no Baba Yaga or whatever that bitch name is. <laughs> or no, my bad. Uh, Mama Vanga. I think that was her name. I, I don't know. Shit. Right, well, so I would hope to see that again. I really would. So you got the and for them to get some more pieces around him. I'm not saying that those guys are bad. But... Lance Stevenson, Arondo, <laughs> McGee. Yeah, that that was that was a bad uh, 
building by by uh, Magic and the Lakers that organization. Was that was a horrible. But that was, bro. You ever? Uh, you remember in high school when you forgot to do your homework? You had to rush to do it on the bus. Yeah. That was that. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> that was that. Just a rush job. Oh, that. we had homework. <laughs> exactly. But like, we had homework. Damn, I forgot. You was writing. You was writing some bullshit down. That was that. Facts. But, but yo, you don't like this guy? That they do have around. The young pieces that they do have around. Lonzo Ball. I believe that he could be a great player in this league. He's already got the defensive end down, and that's hard for point guards. He's already got the defensive end down. All he needs to learn shoot the ball a little bit better. And he was starting to get it. And you saw he was starting to get it. Yeah. Brandon Ingram, that boy was balling. I don't care what nobody says. They were like, oh, Brandon Ingram trash, this and this and that. Have you watched him play? Have you watched him play? It's more than a game of numbers. Watch him play. That boy was balling. Kuz, we ain't got to worry about Kuz. We ain't got to worry about Kuz, man. We really don't. And you know what? I hope y'all get AD. I hope they get AD. Don't give up the kitchen sink for him. But I hope you get AD. And build something like that. You'll be a great fan. Do you think having AD will uh, be the key to the Lakers making it back into the playoffs? AD and LeBron? I think it could be. I really think it could be. Throughout my entire life, through LeBron's entire career, I don't think he's ever played with a good big man. Not even a dominant big man, a good big man. Matter of fact, I'm lying. He Kevin had Love. And yeah, Chris Bosh. He had Chris Bosh. But Chris Bosh, he wasn't your prototypical center. He was with Toronto, but they turned him into something much different. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Love, he was a mix of that. But I would honestly say that LeBron and them messed that up. But that, that's, that's a much different subject. But AD, as your prototypical center, playing both ends of the floor, and can still stretch out and hit the three, that's a dominant big man. You saw what he could do in the Pelicans. Match down the Lakers with LeBron. With Lonzo Ball, feeding the ball. With Brandon Ingram as your third option. With Kuz being Kuz. Yeah. You know him and LeBron got the same agent, Rich Paul, so yeah. that, that might turn into and, something, man. And Ben man. Simmons, too. And Ben Simmons, too. Mm, but tell Magic Johnson that. to stay away from Ben Simmons. Imagine that. Ooh. Philly fans no, would be hurt. No, I ain't imagining shit. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I'm not speaking into existence. Not going to work. Ooh, I ain't know Ben Simmons was on that roster. Nah, man, nah, nah, nah. We not doing that. Nah, no. That's why. That's why LeBron traded for him. I understand now in the All Star game. We not doing this, bro. We mm. really not. <laughs> we not doing, bro. Putting if, that bad juju if on y'all. Ben Simmons, bro. If y'all take Ben Simmons straight up, LeBron gotta fight me. <laughs> you you wouldn't take. I've been boxing too. I throw these hands. You you wouldn't take um a trade for Ben Simmons for Alonzo uh, Ball? I should hang up right now. <laughs> I should hang up right now. You just said Alonzo is your guy. You said he playing good I defense. Lonzo's your guy. <laughs> Lonzo ain't my guy. guy. 
We have our guy. We have our guy. You're not taking that. It's our guy. Not yours. It's our guy. That's a Philly product from now on. Y'all can't have that. I think Ben Simmons might be in the final year of his contract, too. Or maybe next year. Next year. That's interesting right there, man. Play his last two years with LeBron. Ben Simmons said out his own mouth that he would like to stay in Philly. That him and Joel Embiid are building something special. And that he wants to win a championship in Philly. But niggas lie all the time, so who knows? Facts. I mean, niggas lie all the time. How about... Once uh, AD said he liked the Pelicans, he want to lead too. Uh, yeah. I mean, because, bro, after a while, you know, players get tired of... They, they want to ring after a while. You know, they get tired of losing and not having the, the additional pieces. That's why LeBron left Cleveland the first time. Like, Cleveland never put nothing... Around LeBron, that's why Chris Paul left uh, New Orleans. Like they, they wasn't putting nothing around him. Elgowskis. Williams, come on, man, come on. What about? You got to be willing to put out money for these players, man. You had to be willing to put out money. The salary cap going up every year. You got to be willing to put out money for these players. What about your boy uh, KD? You think he gonna stay in Golden State? Cause that's some, that's another talk too that. That he might end up leaving, which I hope he does, cause I'm tired of seeing the Warriors win. Bro, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think the Warriors are gonna win this season, but I know you want to come back to that. KD, though, I'm re- listen. That I'm really not sure about. I'm really not sure. Cause we've been here for a while. That he might go to the Knicks. That he might go to the. Wizards. That was before he signed with the Warriors. That was before he signed with the Warriors. That he might go to um that Brooklyn could be a spot for him. Yeah. Ooh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm. I'm really not sure though. I would say I would say if I'm KD what do I want to prioritize more? I have my championship. I solidified myself. Do I want to prove that I could go out and do it on my own now? Or do I want to stay and be in someone else's shadow? He's already said that he doesn't want to be that guy. Which is fair. You don't want to be that guy. Can't nobody force you to be that. As good as you are, can't no one force you to be that. I don't give, I don't give a shit what anyone says. If I'm KD though, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I can get my own team. I can get more money. I'm the I'm the I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, I'm what? One of the best players in the league, so I'm still I can still go, you know, to the playoffs. I can still contend. I know teams will still put pieces around me because that's what I want. If I'm KD, I'm leaving. Where I'm going, if I'm KD, I'm going to Brooklyn. Mm, you're not going to the big city. You're not going to, to the Knickerbockers? No. That organization is ran like garbage. <laughs> that organization is ran like absolute and utter rubbish. Marcel going to be upset when he hear this. Marcel gonna be upset when he hear this. Bro, let him be upset. <laughs> let him. And he knows it's true. That organization is ran like garbage. I hope they get it together. But y'all not getting KD. Y'all not. It's a y'all lot of Knicks fans, bro, that think the Knicks about to pick up Kyrie, KD, and Zion, bro. That's, that's been the rumors from Knicks fans. Kyrie, maybe. Katie, nah. 
Zion, man, bless his soul if he go to the Knicks. <laughs> bless his soul. I hope and I pray that he can develop into a good player. Because what type of talent have the Knicks developed? Other than Porzingis, who developed... What type of talent have y'all developed? Nah, that's 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 actually uh, facts right there. The Knicks suck, bro. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, man. That, your, your, your coach don't know what the hell going on. Your players don't know what the hell going on. Your front office on some bullshit. Why would I, if I'm KD, if I'm Zion, why would I want to go to the Knicks? And you know what the worst part is? Zion more than likely will go to the Knicks. Facts. That's the worst part about it, man. That's really the worst part about it. And it's a damn shame. It's really a damn shame. You know they doing the um the NBA like draft lottery like a little different this year, I heard. I think like they like uh I don't know, like they mixing up like the bottom three teams or something like that, like so and doing like a percentage. Teams, the bottom three teams, they all had the same chance to get like the first like three picks. And I think like like the fourth pick, like the the, the chances to get higher, and the fifth pick, the chances to get higher. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. But I know the bottom three teams, they have the same chance to get that number one pick. The bottom three teams being the Suns, the Knicks, and what's the other team I'm thinking about? It's either the Cavs or the Bulls. The Cavs. It's going. It's not going to be the Bulls. It's going to be the Cavs. But the Bulls do have a good chance of getting the number one pick too. Not as high as those three, but. Now, if I'm the Cavs, you gotta draft Zion. You have to. Clear and cut. That's your next franchise player. And I think pairing him with Kevin Love won't be a bad thing. He's not gonna be your prototypical center. Might not even be your you know your, your, your average power forward or whatever. I'm still iffy on what position he'll play, but I think nobody I, knows what position Zion's gonna play. Bro, did you I see the guy on uh what is it? Fox uh, FS1 or one of these uh, guys, he said that Zion going to be a, like a great center. I started cracking hey, they, up. I, I've been here in the center. I've been here in the center. I don't, think that, I don't think that's a good fit for him, though. Zion too small to play center, though. Way too small I to mean, play center. I mean, athleticism makes up for it, but... But center? Like, I, that's I, a listen, stretch. Man, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But onto these picks. Onto these picks. If I'm the Suns, if I'm the Suns organization, if I got the number one pick as 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 intriguing and as tantalizing as having Zion Williamson as the number one pick. You about to say something that's going to make me happy, bro. You about to say something that's got to excite me. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, because if I'm the Suns, I can't draft Zion. I already have DeAndre Ayton, and I have to give him the ball more. And who's going to give I'm him the, the ball, Suns, bro? If I'm the Suns, I have to draft John Moran. That's what I'm talking to. about, man. You have to. If you're the number one pick, even if you're the number one two pick and he's on the board, you have to draft him. You need a guard. Devin Booker is not a point guard. Get that boy some help. Devin Booker, as good as he is, is not a point guard. Is not a point guard. You need someone who's going to dish the rock and feed the ball. You need someone that's not always looking for their own shot. <coughs> Devin Booker. 
motherfucker. Dude, he's going to beyond like eating the damn ball because I think he's only taking like nine shots a game, which is absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous for my first year center. Who can, who I know can put up numbers. Ridiculous. Stop disrespecting my yardie then. <laughs> Nah, but that's facts, bro. Yo, I've been saying this for a little while now, bro. Because I was sleep on Ja. Like, I-, I watched him a little bit. Not watched him, but, like, his highlights a little bit throughout the, uh, like, the season. But during the tournament, bro, he exploded. And I said, yo, he's the number one pick. Like, unless the Knicks get it. His draft stock is higher than R.J. Barrett. Higher than Cam Reddish. And those are the other two picks that, that keep potentially going number one. His draft stock was higher than that. Because of his play. That boy out there balling. It's a shame he got eliminated so early. That boy was balling though. Yeah, they comparing him to Russell Westbrook, bro. If you if I, I, I can see it. I really can see it. I really can't see another player to compare him to. Cause he doesn't have that craftiness that like a lot of point guards coming into the league. But he's so explosive, and he has such that quick step, and he can finish at the rim. He's a great finisher for a six what six two six three guard. Yeah, hundred and seventy pounds, hundred seventy five pounds, maybe hundred eighty. To be able to finish like that, that's great. He's finishing on with an elite level, and he only that's twenty, great. nineteen or twenty. Only twenty, like only twenty, young. Has a high ceiling. Has a very high ceiling. I gotta take that as number one pick from the Suns. And he can shoot the ball. Watch him from his freshman year to his sophomore year. That boy can shoot lights out in a year jump. So I know he's willing to put the work in too. And that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. You think he gonna come into league as a better shooter than my guy Ice Trey? Sure. Cause Ice Trey was knocking down shots too, like in college, but he came into the league and just I'm like, yo, this guy is. Wait, is who you calling Ice Trey? Trey Young, man. Bro, don't call him Ice Trey, bro. That's Trey Young. Damn, <laughs> that name, mad booty. <laughs> hey, yo, that he had it now, on his honestly, kicks. Honestly, I do think that he'll come into the league a better. That he'll come into the league a better shooter. I'm not saying that he will be a better shooter, but he'll come into the league as a better shooter. When Trey Young came into the league, he wasn't knocking out threes like that. He wasn't knocking out the three ball like that. It was a much different. It was a much different atmosphere in college. He wasn't hitting down threes like that. He's knocking them down now because his shot selection got better as the season went on, and he knew when to pull and when not to pull. He's a great shooter right now, but to come into the league. And we're just talking about coming into the league. John Morrell coming to the league is a better shooter. Will he be a better shooter? I'm not sure. I'd say no. Trey Young's only going to get better. Yeah. yeah. Rookie of the year? Can we, talk, can we talk about that for a second? All right, What's so up? we back. Um. So, yeah, man, the rookie of the year, man. Who Who you got for rookie of the year? Oh, clear and cut. The rookie of the year is Luka Doncic. Clear and cut. Clear and cut. Luka? 
of the year is Luka Doncic. What's the numbers that he's putting up? What's the matter of fact? I want to look that up. This is a first year rookie of the Euro League. The Euro League, not college. The Euro League putting up numbers like this. Luca, Luca, come on, man. And the rookies, the rookies have been phenomenal this year. They've been phenomenal. Trey Young has been nothing short of amazing. His first couple months, they were rough, but that boy since the All-Star break, even, even a little before, has been balling. Has been balling. DeAndre Ian, he's had a good season. Y'all still got to give him the ball more. But what this young man is doing, he's putting up better numbers than players that have been in the league five, six, seven, eight years that had all the hype that he did. He's putting up better numbers than that. You gonna tell me that this young man is not rookie of the year? I got, bro, I gotta look these numbers up right now. Bro, I got, I, like, I, I got the numbers for you, my guy. I feel like you're disrespecting him, bro. I feel like you're disrespecting him. So, so Luca, right? What do you think? He's yeah, Luca, averaging. Go ahead. Uh, 21 points, mm -hmm. seven rebounds. Almost eight. Almost eight. And mm -hmm. basically almost, if you want to round up, six assists. 21, eight, and six. This man's averaging 21, eight, and six. As a, as, as a what? what? As, as, a, as, as a forward? As a guard? Whatever the hell he is? What is this kid? 19? 20? Doing that? But, I couldn't get that out of D'Angelo Russell in his second year. So my thing, right, with, with Luka and, and, and Trey, Trey. First of all, Trey Young, people who sleep on Trey Young's stats in the beginning of the year, like he was averaging like 17, oh, nice. like 17 Bro, and nice, 8. Nice. Like he's like, I think, oh, top five no, in, top in assists. Five in the league. Yeah. First year, top five passing in the league. First year. First year. And like now he's averaging like 19. Better passing than Ben Simmons. Like the thing with Luca, bro, is so he he played overseas. Technically, he was already a professional. It was just an overseas professional. Yeah, Trey Young bro, bro. came these from college. Euro League kids, when these people come, when these kids come from the Euro League, they're not like that. They're not like that. I feel like the first person we seen come from the Euro League that was like that in their first year was Christoph Porzingis. And before that, you didn't get anybody from the Euro League coming like that that was like that. This kid at 20 is dropping, what, second team All-NBA numbers. Second team All-NBA numbers. That's ridiculous. That's, ridic that's blasphemous. That's blasphemous <laughs> to say that he's not Rookie of the Year. And now I'm on my Stephen A. Smith. I think, bro, I think they should share Rookie of the Year this year. I think they should give both of them Rookie of the Year. Because Trey Young, he's averaging numbers similar to Chris Paul's Rookie Year when Chris Paul won Rookie of the Year. Similar to uh, D. Rose when D. Rose won Rookie of the Year. Like, these, these numbers like are, his numbers are solid, bro. And, and I, no, no, you know what? 
I agree with you. I like that idea because it's very hard to pick out those two for rookie of the year. It's very hard to pick. And those are the only two front runners. Those are the only two. Yeah, absolutely. And then with Luca, bro. You're not getting anybody else. Luca six You're not getting eight. anybody else. Huh? Luca, he like 6'8", 6'9". So a lot of people, like a lot of fans on Twitter and whatnot, they're like, well, Luca's a better rebounder. The, the guy's like a giant, you know? Oh, I hate I hate when people I hate when people go, oh, well, he's a better rebounder. Like, all right, but there's other facets that gain than just rebounding. If you want to be honest, Westbrook's a better rebounder than him. They clear out for him. Like, I hate when people use that in an argument. That shit sounds dumb as hell. I feel like that should only be an argument when they're big men. When I'm comparing two forwards. Or I'm comparing two centers. No, he's a better rebounder. That's a dumbass argument. Get out of my face with that. Yeah, facts, He's a better rebounder. I hate hearing that, man. Nah, but it sounds like a cop-out, though. It really sounds like a cop-out. It really sounds like a cop-out. Don't it? Do it. It, it? it is, bro, because, like, end of the day, like, yeah, he a better rebounder. He way bigger than him. Like, bro, Russell... He got six, seven inches on him. Russell Westbrook like, is is a different breed of basketball player. Like... That man said he really doesn't get tired. He really said he does not get tired. He can play all 48 minutes. I shit you not. He just goes out there and balls. Yeah, Ru- Russell... 2020, 2021. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand him, yo. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. For that 2020, that was insane, bro. Hasn't been done in over 60 years. Over so, six, since, what, since 1958? So, so speaking on Russell, right? Because, yo, this is his third year averaging a triple-double, right? This is third year? Yeah. He Man, about to... So, is Russell Westbrook not deserving of an MVP as well? I'm going to be honest with you. Russell Westbrook only got that MVP. He only got that MVP because that was was the first time in such a long time that people seen a player average a triple-double. On top of that, because KD left. That's the only reason he got the MVP. Because that same season he got MVP, James Harden also almost averaged a triple-double. Check the numbers. He also almost averaged triple-double. And had what? The second-best team in the West? Or were they the first seed? I can't remember. And I still say James Harden should have won MVP that season. That's the only reason why Russ got it. They were amazed at what he did, and they felt sorry for him. Because KD left. If if they would have gave it to James Harden, I felt like that would have been robbing Russell because of the fact of, like, nobody has done that in such a long time. And, That's all I can say. Be better. And now this for, year... Or, or, or ask for more. Ask for better pieces around you. Have that team... If I'm the main guy, I'm going to walk into the office and I'm like, yo, listen, y'all got to get these bums off the team. I need better players. I'm telling them straight up. I'm telling them straight up. It's not that easy, though, man. It's not. I understand the business aspect of it. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. But what he did in that season was nothing short of amazing. I'm not discrediting him for that at all. But I'm calling it what it is. I'm calling it what it is. I'm really calling it what it is. Am I wrong in saying that? 
Do I sound do I, do I sound like a piece of shit? Am I wrong in saying that? That that Harden should have won. Bro, there was a very strong case for him winning MVP that season. There was. Very strong case. There's a very strong case for him winning MVP this year, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because we haven't seen no numbers like this since Kobe's MVP season. James Harden has been going off. We haven't seen a guard off. drop numbers like this since Kobe's MVP season. What was that, 05, 06? Yeah, that was a minute ago, man. Yeah. Yeah. And he's dropping better numbers than what Kobe was doing. He's dropping better numbers. And and another thing too, right? So I, I asked this on the last episode too, because I was trying to figure out like what, what makes an MVP. Like is it the best player in the league? Or is it like the best player on the best team? Because when I looked at it, when I looked at the past MVPs, the way that the league looks at it. It's the best player on one of the best teams. One of the best teams is top four. All records. That's all conference. Wessel Westbrook was one of the first players to win MVP outside of that, which makes that season even more amazing. And it hasn't been done since, I want to say, like 1983, 85, like around there, since like the 80s, which makes that season all the more great. But the way that the league looks at it, it's really the best player on the best team. It really is. And I hate that it's that. I really do. But that's just the way it is. I think the league might change that eventually. If it wasn't that, what would the MVP be? What would you say that the MVP would be? I got a question for you. I mean, I think the MVP should be the best player in, in the league. league for that season. So wouldn't that be the best player on one of the best teams? You don't have to be on the best team record-wise to be the best player. Okay, so Zach Levine just averaged 22-5-4. and four. Would he be in the MVP running? Absolutely not. Why? Because there's way better players averaging way better right, numbers okay, than him. Okay, okay. So let, all right, so let me go to hypothetical. Steph Curry averages Steph Curry averages twenty seven twenty seven six and not even twenty seven four and eight assists. Right? But you got and he's on the best team. Sounds like a regular stat. Sounds, sounds like a pretty realistic stat line for him. And then you got, um, let's say you got Joel Embiid averaging 32, 12, and 4. Is he in the MVP running? Absolutely. So his is, 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 say his team's dead last. Is he in the MVP running? Absolutely. Because he's the most valuable person to that team. If, let's say, let's say, Joel Embiid averages 30 and 15, right? And the 76ers win 15 games with him averaging 30 and 15. If he's not there to put up those 30 points and get those 15 rebounds, they're winning negative games. Like, nobody's going to their games. They're not winning anything. So I always felt that, like, the MVP 
should be the most valuable player. I used to feel like that like too. Like to, to a team. I used to feel like that too. I used to feel like that too. But I feel like you still had to have some type of wins behind it. You still had to have something behind it. And also storyline. I think storyline plays a part in it as well. I really do. I mean, they've been marketing the shit out of James Harden three, you know, three quarters out of the season. Since yeah. Chris Paul came back, they were marketing the shit out of James Harden. But Giannis has been doing the same thing all season. The same thing all season. Yeah, Giannis has been. Well, I, 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 got, I got one more, Amy, bro. I got one more. It's almost 7 o'clock, and I got to get something to eat. Absolutely, man. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed this, though. I've really enjoyed this. Next time I got a beer. Oh, no, nah, we definitely going to have you back on, man. Maybe when the playoffs start. Bro, before the playoffs. Maybe when they do the awards, when uh, when they when they split the rookie of the year. <laughs> when you mean if? Yeah, nah, that that'd be dope though. Shout out to the NBA for splitting rookie of the year. It was. I wonder uh, if that could ever happen. Here. Has that ever happened? Um, I don't know, bro. That's a real good question. I think they might have had like, two MVPs one year. I think they had that. Or, or two finals MVPs. I think they might have had that. Rookie of the year, I'm not... I'm kind of iffy on. But that would be monumental. And I, I feel like that would show advancement in the league as well. Also, it would show advancement in the talent of the league. Because usually rookie of the year is just clear and cut. It's not really a battle usually. Clear and cut. Yeah. I feel like the last few years, though, it's been a lot of nice talent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Still, Donovan Mitchell didn't have no chance to win the rookie of the year. He didn't. Not over Ben Simmons. But we're not gonna get into that. Yeah, I was about to we say like that's, that. that's that's another uh, another show, man. Cause that's that could go up for debate too. Cause Donovan man, was balling. Put me on first things first. Get rid of um the ball headed dude, the little the peacock. Get rid of him. <laughs> put me on. I'm a lot better than him, and I, I I'll get the right numbers. I'm on LeBron jock all the time. <laughs> Actually, not at all. What's his name? The little ball head one. Kind of like a penguin. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Nick Wright. That's his name. Trash. <laughs> You're not he messing no with basketball. Nick? No, hell no. <laughs> hell no basketball for shit. All he do is LeBron, 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 LeBron. That's, that's all you get from him, bro. Yeah, I try. I tried very hard not to talk about LeBron because I don't know if you know, like LeBron, my favorite player. I, I say it I so know. much, though. I know. <laughs> I know. You never let me forget. So, but I try not to talk about LeBron, LeBron too, like not as much. But he always in the he always in like NBA news too. So it's hard not to talk about LeBron, you know. <laughs> not recently. <laughs> Even recently, bro. They. They, on um all on ESPN they had uh whose fault was like the Lakers uh season was it LeBron was it Magic like he always oh, somehow in the media pushing, they just find a way to push a narrative with him because he's the best player in the league that's yeah. why and it sells it sells they just find a way to put push a narrative with him but real basketball fans niggas like us tired of hearing that shit 
Well, not niggas like you, because you a LeBron fan, but... Nah, niggas honestly, like bro, LeBron. I'm tired of uh, the media talking about LeBron. Like, just let the man play ball. Like, he, he man, had an off year. we were talking about this shit for, what, 13 seasons, 14 seasons? Like, bro, there's other talent in the league. There's niggas balling in the league. Probably about a week or two ago was the first time I seen somebody talk about Devin Booker on national television. Syndicated television. When does that happen? They talked about Bradley Beal on syndicated television. Bradley Beal. Oh, yeah, from Bradley. Bradley Beal been hooping this year, though. Nah, he has. John Wall, I don't know what you're doing, but it's time for you to move on. Wizards. John Wall to the Pistons, man. Nasty. You know what? That would be a good trade. Nasty. But what could you get in return? We give up Reggie. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm about to give up John Wall for Reggie Jackson? Absolutely. John Wall been hurt. Know what I mean? He ain't been playing his games. Bring him over to Detroit. We'll give we'll give up uh, no. we'll give up Reggie in like no. a, a second round pick. Hell no! You must be smoking dirt. Nah, those hopeful wishes, man. Those hopeful wishes, nigga, that's fantasy. <laughs> Hell no! Oh, Kemba, I take Kemba too. Kemba, a free agent this year, I believe. If oh he, yeah, nah, y'all can get Kemba. If yeah, he slide on over to Detroit, become a bad boy. No. Someone please get Kemba off the Hornets and onto a team that could do something. Get him away from Jordan. Because Jordan can't build a team for shit. Yeah. I actually like this guy, though. Uh, the young boy they picked up. Uh, uh, Miles, Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah. He he might actually be a problem in like the next couple years. Bro, he's going to be a problem. He's going to have to be a problem on his own. Malik Monk not going to develop into shit. Kemba Walker, please get, please let that man walk. Please, Kemba, if you watch this, if you hear this, if someone even with the last name Walker hears this, tell that man, leave. Don't come back. They said he might go to New York, bro. I think he's from New York. So they saying he might go out there. Yeah, he's from New York. Bro, you see how he play? Mm Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be be bad for him in the Knicks. Uh, if Kemba Walker go to New York, then you can get Zion. Then you can. Ooh, that's a nasty combo. Get a new coach, though. That's nasty. Matter of fact, who, who the coach for the Knicks? Who the coach? Nobody knows, bro. The Knicks fans don't even know who their coach is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Knicks suck, man. Shout out to the Knicks, yeah. Hell no. Take that shout out back. <laughs> I ain't shout out them bums. Nah, but it might be confusing if Kemba went there because they got uh my guy Dennis Smith. I like Dennis Smith, yo. A lot of people think he ain't that good, but I think he's type he's decent, good, bro. bro. Dennis Smith is good. He's good. He is good. That boy could ball. He's a scorer. That's it. Yeah. He's a scorer. But he not scoring at the same clip Kemba is. Yeah. But if you can run a if you if you can run a you know backcourt of of, of Kemba Walker and Dennis Smith, and you can find a way for that to work, by all means. Because Frank Nittikina... <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not it, bro. But Emmanuel Mudai, he, he's developing, too. I give him that. He's developing, too. The Knicks got way too many developing players, man. That's why they not... They just not it right now. 
Kevin Knox still developing. He's going to probably be a beast too, though. I could see him being like mid-level NBA talent. He gonna he gonna be like a uh, like a Tobias, bro. Yeah, mid level NBA talent. Tobias not a superstar. He an all star. Yeah. He's not wrong with that. Absolutely not. But he not he. Listen, if he turns into if he develops inside a player that could lead a team and lead a franchise, dog, I I I eat my boxers or something, bro. <laughs> like, if he can develop into that. Shit, I don't. I really don't see it though. I really don't see it. I don't even think he's equipped with those type of tools to develop into that. But into a Tobias Harris mid-level NBA talent, maybe you know two-time, three-time All-Star. That's good. Superstar? Nah. No. Nah. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, only time will tell, though, man. Because there's been a lot of players that developed into superstars, like out of you know. Out of all-star caliber nah, nah, you're, you're, performances. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'm just very critical of, of young NBA talent. I'm very critical of them. I'm very critical of them. Because I personally never thought that uh, Jimmy Butler would have been the dog that he is now. Jimmy Butler is a hound, boy. I forgot. But Jimmy Butler had the work ethic to go with it. Yeah. That's a, a part of, of your character trait. That, that speaks volumes into you developing into what you can be or what you cannot be. What you should be and what you shouldn't. Because how how many how many kids came into the league like, yeah, you know, we compared him to this, or he can be that. One of them that comes to mind, Frank Kaminsky. I personally did yeah, not like this a, guy. <laughs> he had the tools to be good. To be a knockoff version of the Dirk Nowitzki. A knockoff. I'm talking about great value. Maybe Dollar Store. Yeah, the tools for it. Then it had the work ethic. Who else can I name off the top of my head? Uh, don't know. Can't think of one. But there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely um a lot of people that come in. Um, this guy. We talked about him on the last episode. Greg Oden, number one pick. Could have KD could have went to uh, Portland. I feel like that wasn't his fault though. I feel I feel I feel so bad for that man. He had one foot that was longer than the other. You see them niggas walking. That's what he was. That's what he was. And then he had what? Like a, then he get like hit by a car or something. He was a kid and he never healed properly. Oh, I don't know. I don't know his story that much, but if he did, I know that his injury though. I know that his injury, from what I remember by his story, his injury is his own fault because he knew that he was injured and he should have rested, but instead he played and made it worse. Yeah. The injury, what happened in his career was his fault. Or this guy, I got the perfect example: the guy uh, that went to Cleveland, bro. Oh, Anthony Bennett. Yep. He, he was, was getting... He, he tried to come back to the league. He tried to come back to the league. Yeah? He's balling China right now. I think he's balling China right now. Mm, he's he hooping right. in China? No, as a matter of fact, I think he's in the G League. I think he was in China. Now he's in the G League. Mm, shout out to Anthony trying Bennett to for that one. Trying to work his way back up. Trying to work his way back up. And I think he might be able to do it. 
The league, I think the league should give him a second chance. This should be a league of second chances. Because you have G League players making it up now. Yeah. Some of these kids could ball. Some of even the older heads could ball. Shout out to Andre Ingram, my guy. Yeah. My Brandon Ingram's father. Old ass. <laughs> even he could ball a little bit, you know? Facts. Um, the, the kid Simmons from that was on the Spurs, I think he got traded, and he got like a nice now, contract. Simmons, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot what of kids. About? Um, you know. Matter of fact, he from the G League. Who? He's from the G League. Simmons, there's a right? A couple other players that are from the G League too. I can't remember. And there's former NBA players down there in the G League trying to make their way back up. But I'm going on a tangent now. I forgot what we was talking about. I'm not even going with you. Yeah, nah, that's um, that's definitely how we uh like to end the shows <laughs> when when we just start randomly going into topics. Yeah. But um, now nah, I definitely want to uh thank you for being on today. Listen, man. Listen, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for reaching out to me. You know. Shout out to them Sixers. I hope we can win a championship, or at least you know make it make a deep playoff run. Fuck them Celtics. Uh, Giannis for MVP. Uh, Trey Brown for president. <laughs> All that good stuff, man. Yo, you running, bro? I didn't know you was running. Bro, when I turn thirty-five, I'm gonna run. I'll run. Say that. Be the change I'll that America needs, win. man. I'm gonna make sure everybody gets their reparations too. <laughs> It's a big topic right now. I'll make sure all y'all get your reparations because we're not getting that shit in the next four years. We not. Facts. If you but want. That is for a much different show. Not even another day. A much different show. <laughs> Facts. We only talk about sports on this show. Only sports. Only sports. But um, occasional bullshit, but that's okay. For any of the uh the listeners, if you want to drop your uh social media again one more time. All right. So it's Andre three thousand. That's Andre dot three zero zero zero. Pronounce three thousand. Andre dot three thousand. Andre dot three zero zero zero. I know that name catchy. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, now nah, that's that's definitely smooth, bro. Like, shout out to me too for calling you Andre dot three zero zero zero. Andre three thousand, baby. That's your boy right here. Word, right, man. Catch you in the next show when we're talking basketball. Oh, yeah, we definitely got to bring you back, bro. Uh, I got to bring uh, the Knicks fan on here, too, so that, uh, bro, you know. I'm trashing him, bro. I'm trashing him. <laughs> tell him that. Now. Tell him I said that, and I'll tell him I said that. <laughs> he got to hear it from both of us. Trashing him. <laughs> Bum-ass team. <laughs> Bum-ass organization. Y'all ain't been good. Since they dropped that shit. Go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York. Y'all ain't been good since then. Since I had Patrick Ewing with his big ass gap and that nice ass fadeaway jump shot. Chill, they had that season with Melo, bro. Ah! My bad, you had one good season with Melo. <laughs> what you should have you should have, should have went deeper in the playoffs. Facts. What happened to Melo? Yeah, man, but shout out Sports Talk. 